Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of the Four Center Main Show, the big show, the superstar destroyer of our fleet. We are here. We are the big high rollers in the Canto Bike Casino. <laughs> I'm Ken Napsack, like I said, and Joseph Scrimshaw, Jennifer Landa, you're here for another edition. I'm so glad you're both 
here. I am thrilled to be here and alive for episode 66. That is right. Oh yeah. my gosh. Ominous. It's, oh, geez. Is the official execution of Order 66 <laughs> oh, here? <no>. Um, <laughs> don't worry, Jennifer. Those clones are gone. Yeah. Yoda cut their heads off. That's right. Yoda's, oh. Yoda's protect us. Palpatine will not do it. Will not do it. Uh, Jennifer, how are you? Good to be here. Good to have you back. What's I'm going on? glad to be back. Yeah. I wanted you to say the canto bright. I can't I, I separate. Can't, yeah. I can't hear it without that. Yeah. Canto bright. I Yeah, and your mind kind of just inserts that R when you're reading it. Yeah. When you're saying it. But I like canto bite. Mm-hmm. Now, is that a planet? That's a planet, right? And it's a, a casino? city. It's a city. Oh, it's a city. city. It's a casino city. So it could be a casino planet oh, or just, like, who knows what planet it's on. Is the planet Ezra? Did Ezra <laughs> become one with the force and become a planet? And now there's a casino city on Ezra? The idea of a casino city, and essentially I get it, that's what Las Vegas is, but... but. A giant casino that's city sized. Yeah, that's heaven for me. I love casinos. Yeah, that, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. Ken oh. likes playing uh, these the most mm-hmm. ironic. Uh, mm-hmm. What are the, what are the, just the main ones called? Where you pull the slot thing? Machines? Slot, slot machines. Slot machines. Is that the Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like playing. I, uh, slot machines sounded too simple. I thought there had to be something more elegant. It's the Lord of the Rings slot machine you I play. Like the right? Lord of the Rings slot machines, the Game of Thrones slot machines, and the Wheel of Fortune slot machines. Those are the ones that yeah. get me the most. And you've witnessed it in person. Yeah, of uh, me. Running around the wind trying to find the Lord of the Rings slots. <laughs> yeah, you needed your yeah. Lord of the Rings. And you explained it all to me. It was great. Uh, probably drunk while I did it there. But anyways, <laughs> keep me out of Canto Bite. That's all I'm saying. Got it. Guys, today, uh, because we're uh, recording schedule, we're not going to be addressing news. So hopefully, uh, uh, if you're listening to this, they didn't uh, suddenly announce episode 10. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, if they did, I'm sure we'll get something special up. But we did want to talk about a movie that could possibly be announced soon and really have some fun, roll up our se- sleeves, speculate. Maybe debate, maybe push against some of the things that might be in it, uh, and talk in depth about uh, the possibility, still pretty strongly, of a Boba Fett movie. The galaxy's favorite bounty hunter? Question mark. I don't know if that's the case anymore. Used to be favorite bounty hunter. Absolutely, and that's part of the things we're going to be discussing here. So let us dive in, shall we, with a look, possibly at. The Boba Fett movie. Joseph, Jennifer, the first thing I think we need to ask is, do we think this is going to happen in 2020? Is this the next one we're going to get? And do you want it to be the next Mm. anthology slash standalone film that we're going to get? I think it is still a high likelihood. Mm. I mean, everything that they have said, you know, obviously we know all the Trank stuff. Yeah. And he got pushed off a movie that was allegedly going to be Boba Fett. Uh, And then I think there has been talk about, like, let's make it work creatively. Let's make it work technically. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, I don't think, like we've talked about before, I don't think they're ready to jump into something new. Yeah. I feel like they committed to that movie and that's still part of their, you know, phase one, to yeah. borrow the Marvel, Marvel uh, yeah. language. Um, so I feel like they're not ready to jump into something new. So who or what else can they do? Mm-hmm. They still got to be a little connected to what we know. So I think Boba Fett is a high likelihood. And I think if it is a just the origins of Boba Fett, as it has been pitched in rumors, mm, mm. I think I'm not sure about that, but I think there are a lot of ways that they could make a Boba Fett movie interesting. A lot of ways. So I'd be excited for it if it was done in a way that I think is cool. Absolutely, which we'll dive in here, Jennifer. Mm. You, uh, you've you always been a little 
I'm the naysayer. Yeah, a little bit about Boba Fett in general, and, and some of these standalone movies being in the same time period. Yeah, I think that if it's going to happen, it has to happen in 2020. Otherwise, it's going to be... For Boba Fett, it's just going to be, nobody's going to care. You know, I think that we're going to get past that point where it's like, you know, is he really that great of a character? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm being grumpy now. Now it's your turn <laughs> now to be grumpy. It's my turn to be grumpy. Usually Joseph and I. Yeah. Why do you think he's not that great of a character anymore, or was he ever? I think that there was just, for so many years, like he was mm. this like cool character. And yeah. He just was with us <laughs> for so long before we even had the prequels, you know? And then even after the prequels, that we got to learn more about his story. Like, I just, mm. I feel like we've, we've kind of explored that territory. Yeah. And I feel, but I do agree with you. I think that they're a little, I don't want to say scared, but they don't want to go too far beyond characters that we know. Yeah. So I think that they might stick around this territory. So maybe we'll see Boba Fett and other bounty hunters. I don't know if it's just going to be just him. And are we going to really be, are people going to really be excited? Are you guys going to be really excited? Uh, I would not be, I wouldn't be excited if if the announcement was just, it's Boba Fett. Um, well, you know, I would not be super down on it because I think there are a lot of different ways to take it. I think that what they need to do is Rogue One succeeded in being a standalone movie. It succeeded because it went places that the saga movies wouldn't. It was a war movie. And the next movie has to be, look what else we can do with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I think Boba Fett is actually a really good candidate for that because he can have an adventure at many different places in the timeline. Right. Mm-hmm. And he can have an adventure that affects nothing you've ever heard of that mm. touches no other character you've ever met. And I still really think that what they need to do is they need to do a movie that has a different feel. If it's, I don't know if it's like really specifically a, a specific kind of genre, mm. but it has to be a, a small focus film where it's not about the fate of the galaxy. It's just about the fate of the character. Mm. So like if it's a movie where like, how did Boba Fett become the most feared? Like yeah. Did, what did he do to prove himself? And it is just like the trial of Boba Fett and they're reconvincing us to, believe that he is as scary as we were told back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm. Like, then I can see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people still love Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah. You know, our friend John Roca, that's one of his favorite characters. Uh, and, and to be sure, none of us here are taking that away from anyone out there who, who loves Boba Fett. No. Um, but clearly, you know, we're not, just, I think I'm, I'm growing up, Man, he was he was cool. I, I was I, cool because it's a costume, and I think that a little bit of mystery wore off. A little bit of uh, other cooler characters popped up, and this kind of got moved to the background. But I still think there's something there. What you're saying, Joseph, that about how why was he and how did he become the most feared? There's got to be something there because you see a little bit of the Clone Wars. We already get a lot of his origin. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm what you're what you're saying excites me a little bit, but I'm like, does that play? Does that shouldn't that be a book? You know mm. how Boba Fett became Boba Fett. Yeah, but this is the this these are the decisions. If we want movies that are truly different, we are eventually going to have movies that don't have high stakes for the galaxy. They only have high stakes for the characters. And as soon as right. you make that movie, like Rogue One was a great choice, but at the same time, it set that bar. Yeah, that standalone a star wars movie still has to be a star wars movie and we've seen this with other genre movies when like star mm-hmm. trek doesn't have the stakes high enough the yeah. x-files movies didn't have the stakes high enough they're right. just like isn't this a long tv show right and that's the challenge they're giving themselves yeah and i think you, you gotta face it eventually yeah so why not yeah. face it with boba fett boba fett now uh we got uh the 
well, I don't even want to call him young Han Solo anymore. It's just yeah. kind of slightly younger Han Solo. <laughs> right. Middle-aged so, well, Han Solo is very yeah. exciting. Uh, it's like 30, 35. So I, I, did, I do think they said the, the movie will, will span some years <laughs> right. in Han Solo's okay. life, to yeah. be sure. Um, but what if Boba Fett, uh, uh, the, the Boba Fett movie is tied more into like a young Han Solo 2 whether it's a second, because, you know, there's speculation of Aaron Reich was signed for more movies mm-hmm. and what are you right. going to do. If it spawns out of that or is part of that, is that something we'd be okay with? Hmm. What do you think, Jennifer? I don't know. See, there, here we're starting to get in a little bit of tricky territory where the, the vast universe is kind of closing in on us yeah. a little bit. Yeah, true. I think timelines, is, it's just going to get a little muddy. I, I but, don't think that that would be But smart. doesn't it make a little, little more sense that Boba Fett and Han have some history Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Is it is the history? Are, are we led to believe that the history is just simply that Boba Fett was the guy who captured him? Yeah. But it seems like seems like Han knew, you know. So I, I think it makes some sense to me. But I never got a sense um, that Han and Boba Fett faced off. But no. it could be, and I could be behind that. Um, uh, maybe they worked together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got the sense from back in the day that they faced off and that they were rivals, and I don't, yeah. you know, I don't even at this point I don't even remember exactly where that came from. You know, if that's right. a back of bubblegum cards, if that's mm. playground talk, if that's an interview I read, if that's it might just be the way he says Boba Fett, Boba yeah. Fett, in yeah. Return of the Jedi. Right. Yeah, right, yes, right. Yes. Uh, I, I think it was also just that Boba Fett knew his tricks. Like we had met yes. Han, and Han always had an ace up his sleeve, and but not when Boba Fett, because Boba Fett knew his yeah. bullshit. You know, yeah. you know, I know what he's going to do. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that that makes some sense because I think that they are waiting. I think that might be one of their creative things that they keep talking about of waiting to see how far can we get into the production of Han Solo, the Han right. Solo, middle-aged Han Solo, right. <laughs> to trust that it's going to be amazing. And wouldn't mm. we like to spin off? It's also looking at the Disney model and saying, well, we don't have to silo characters. We right. have all these ideas. We've got all these production designs for Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And he fits right into it. It's sure it's Boba Fett's movie, but it's also Young Han Solo two on the down low. Right. Oh, what if it's like j- just a group of smugglers and bounty hunters and kind of that? Mm-hmm. Oh, but see, oh, going into that, I don't know. I don't yeah. know, guys. You're such a lover of Jabba's palace yes. and that world. Yes, I yeah. This is this is a movie that would be like Jedi, whatever. Yeah. The Force, right. Destiny, whatever. That's true. This is about people making deals. This is about I aliens like everywhere. This is about weird creatures. Yeah. It would be potentially the least Force-like, Jedi-like Star Wars story yeah. on yeah. screen yet. I mean, unless, unless he's going to hunt a, a relic or something that's related to the Force or the Jedi or something like that. <laughs> yes. There's a Rathtar that has a holocron. The Rathtar. The holocron. The Boba oh, Fett movie. Oh, but yeah, I mean, it, it feels like it has that opportunity to be immersed in that world. We keep hearing it as, uh, it's an origin story of Boba Fett, maybe? And I don't think, uh, I don't think anybody, no, I shouldn't say anybody, I don't think a lot of people want that in movie form. I mm-hmm. love a book. I don't like where they left off with the Clone Wars. I want more yeah. of his story growing up with those other bounty hunters. But that's me. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, Aura Singh kind of becoming a mother character, Cad yeah. Bane, we, we think potentially now in Rebels you're going to get something with that, right? Or, or there were led to, oh, no, you know what, I'm, I'm thinking on the fly here. It was the stuff revealed from what would have been later on in Clone Wars yeah. with him and Cad Bane. Uh, um, I, I inserted it into Rebels because maybe that's what I want. Because <laughs> maybe yeah. they'll be there. But maybe yeah. they'll be there. But it's a chance, my, my point is, is a chance to dive deep into this bounty hunter world that used to be, and, and maybe this just doesn't matter what used to be 
used to be one of the coolest parts of Star Wars and we've kind of lost track of. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, um, and it's, it's hard. It's kind of like we talk about a Vader movie, too. That's a, that's a, that is technically a bad guy. Yeah. So Vader's, I think, transcended that now. Mm. Um, even in the 80s, he was still a bad guy we liked. But now we've learned a little bit more about Anakin. There might be some redemption in there. Uh, you see Lords of the Sith and some of the, uh, the comics where he's struggling with who he is. So it's murky waters a little bit more. And he's still... Rogue, as one, Rogue One proved, <laughs> yes. he's still the bad guy. But you know what I mean? You can A, a Vader movie, mm-hmm. a young Vader movie, just like we got the young Vader comic, uh, makes some sense to me because it's going to be about his internal struggle. I don't think Boba Fett has that internal struggle. So the origin, I mean, it's pretty clear to me. You know, He was kind of a grumpy a-hole of a kid. Yeah. And yeah, right. Django didn't have a lot of personality, like father, like son. Right. Mace kills daddy. Boba Fett's sad and pissed off. Yeah. Mm. Well, here's here's my pitch. Okay, yep, let's hear. He's got something to prove, and that is relatable. If he is the orphaned son of this amazing person who in canon Django apparently took the Mandalorian armor. Django is not Mandalorian. Right, That's right. canon. We don't know many details about right, that, I don't right, think. Right, right, right. So maybe Mandalorians look at him and like, "Who is this jackass who yeah. thinks he's one of us who's going to make a name?" wearing armor that doesn't belong to him, the Jedi killed his daddy, I start getting, like, early breaking bad feelings. Because we can all relate to Hmm. the world doesn't think I am capable of being the person that I am telling the world I am. Oh, wow. Okay. And he can still be bad, Mm -hmm. but you can... Root for him, and but especially you, there's plenty of bad other bad people for him to attack that can be yeah. even worse than Boba Fett. I don't know why my mind went there because my mind's always half on Game of Thrones, anyways. But <laughs> it was like when Ramsay Bolton, well, Ramsay Snow became Ramsay Bolton. This is a horrible, horrible character. Yeah, and he's standing up there on the hill with his father, and his father's like, "I've got you naturalized. You're my actual son now." And I remember thinking, "Oh, good for that little <laughs> heinous murderer." He earned that. And yeah. Like, wait, what am I doing? So, not that Boba Fett is even that bad, but he might be. Yeah. But yeah, having I can see getting behind, rooting for this kind of guy to, who's proven himself. Yeah, it's mm. good. Yeah, he, you know, he wants to be on top, and he's got to prove it. Yeah. And you'll like him because it's written well. Yeah. He's got to be cool. He's right. He's got to be cool, and that's how we'll get him bo- on board with this type of a character. That's yeah. Not really a hero, you know, but he's gonna have this essence to him, which is, I mean, we'll talk about casting later, but it's like casting's gotta be right, the writing's gotta be right, all these pieces have a line, have to align just right, otherwise eh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I don't <laughs> want him to be the good guy for one movie or one story, you know it's, what I mean? No. I don't yeah. want him to do like he does something good at, the, oh, at yeah. the end of it, he winks at Han Solo and says, yeah, we'll meet again back how it used to be or something. And yeah. Uh, I, I want him to be pure to who he is. Bad, yeah. bad, bad. Right. Yeah. Well, Jennifer, how would you feel if there was a trailer and it was, uh, imagine like the, the Han Solo movie came out and it works and we like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's a trailer that basically, it was Jabba telling Boba Fett, Han screwed me, go get him. <gasps> like, I mean, that doesn't exactly work, but you know what I mean. If it was right. just like, Jabba given Boba Fett an assignment. Oh, that would, would that be... Would that make you... I mean... Of course, but Jabba the puppet. 
Jaffa the Puppet, <laughs> let's, let's be clear. Um, yeah. Jennifer, a puppet, or get the hell out, Landa. I'm right. a sucker for a, a good teaser, a good trailer. You know, yeah. they, they, they show me some good shots, they slap on some good music, and, you know, it's Star Wars, and I'll get on board with it. Right. I think. Yeah. Um, and we know they're, they're not going to do us wrong. And I, but I do kind of wonder, like, are they listening to the chatter? Or are they li- are, are they listening? The people are shouting, Obi Wan, give us an Obi Wan film. Not many people are shouting yes. Boba Fett anymore. Absolutely. I 100% revoke any supportive thing I say about Boba Fett if the choice is between Boba Fett and Obi Wan. Just yeah. to be clear, I do think Boba Bo, Bo, Wan. Bo, 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 Boba Fett would be Boba awesome. Bo. <laughs> Bo, Wan. Uh, that's a drink that has the bubbles in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Boba Fett would be great, but hands down, I would choose Obi Wan first. Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder, to your point, Jennifer, too, like being in that uh, in the convention in 2015, mm-hmm. I think if, if Trank had been there and they come in, they played that thing that I think it would have been. Yeah, yeah. And now, two years later, we're like, but wait a minute, right? Now that we're th- Force Awakens has come out, we're through the looking glass here, people. What else? What other stories do we want? Exactly. Yes, the tone has changed. Yeah, nostalgia is not enough. Yeah. right now, mm-hmm. I think is the key, and it would yeah. have been then. Yeah, right absolutely. in that moment, absolutely. I would have been cheering. Yeah, you know, uh, Gareth Edwards came out and played his little teaser of the Rogue One thing, and. Uh, yeah. My throat was sore from yelling. Yeah. And I'm sure if it was like, get ready to learn of the beginning of the most notorious. Oh, my God. I've always loved that character. <laughs> Wait, I didn't. Um, but, yeah, I think I think Jennifer, they, 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 whether they listen or not, and I don't think we necessarily determine the course of the Just, next movie. No. Uh, nor should they or do they care, but not that they don't care about their fans. You have a business plan. But I think uh, I think they're smart enough. They're definitely, you know. They definitely are on Twitter. Mm. And um, <laughs> there was some momentum. Someone actually has been tweeting something during the show, which is why you <gasps> might think I'm slightly distracted right now. I'm, oh. looking, I'm looking at one of them right now. Um, <laughs> uh, he is grumpy. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think uh, it'd be such a missed opportunity with Obi Wan that I think they know that. Yeah. yeah. I think they know that. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, that's my heart's desire that. Yeah. D twenty three comes around and it's like, by the way, Obi Wan. But could 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 it be a combination? We've tossed around this idea. Ah, that would be our databank brawl come to life. Obi Wan oh, versus Boba Fett. Literally would. Mm, that mm. would. Be... Boba Fett's very familiar oh, with Tatooine. Yeah. There is no doubt about the fact that Boba Fett can find his way around that planet. Yeah. I want that Obi Wan movie to be the last temptation of Obi Wan. I want it to be where he is tempted to go take care of business, and I know they've played with that a little bit in the comics. Yeah, but I want it to be on a grander scale. Is Boba Fett causing trouble? Yeah. Okay, I'm on board with that. Maybe, maybe that's why Boba Fett burned Owen and Beru. Going way back to the oh. fan theory. Yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. If this movie gets made, do we talk a lot about on Force Center about genres in Star yeah. Wars? Mm-hmm. Uh, about we got the big fantasy sci-fi space saga, but breaking it down a little bit. Is there a distinct genre that would work best with a Boba Fett movie or a Boba Fett involved movie? We got Western. We got gangster, young adult, horror. There's a lot of choices. <laughs> I'm okay with a young adult romance no. Yeah, I mean, if you start with young Boba Fett, mm, yeah, he doesn't even have his armor yet. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I think uh, that would be a, a difficult sell to I need the to fan get base. Made. Might be a good movie, but yeah. a difficult sell. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jen- Jennifer, how do you feel about the genre thing in general? Because I know I am on about it a lot, and I've seen heard a couple of people on Twitter going like, "Well, I don't need it to 
be something other than what it is. I need it to be a Star Wars movie. Right. And I think of the genres as a way to give them different flavor. It's still a Star Wars movie. But how do you feel about that? Do you want a, yeah. a different, a distinct genre? I think it has to come from whoever the director is. I, I, mm. As we've been talking about with Ryan Johnson before, he's a visionary. Mm-hmm. So if this person that they get is a real visionary and this is their style, yeah. and they want to do it like a Western, you know, I mean, they're not Quentin Tarantino, obviously, but like, yeah. you know, somebody who has a real specific way, a uh, style, yeah. then I'm all on board with it. I don't want them to shoehorn it in and be like, well, it's Boba Fett, so we have to make it kind of like a Western. And here, kind of generic yeah. director, let's have you helm mm. this film. Right. I don't think mm, that that will, point. Yeah. will work. How yeah. would you feel if they got Scorsese and it was a gangster movie? Oh, come on. Well, see, now come I'm on. intrigued. Come on. I mean, I'm okay with the idea of uh, a Boba Fett movie in general, but now now I'm on board 100%. Okay, okay. And I'm not even a giant Scorsese gangster fan, as other people are. Yeah. But now, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think gangster kind of makes the most sense, because, I mean, we keep calling Rogue One a war movie, Yeah, and really it's the third act that's clearly a war movie. Right. We get right, some right. of the desperation of people in war. But yeah, if it was just all the way, gangster makes sense. Yeah. Well, yes. we we know we know Guillermo del Toro did. He he talked about it. He wanted to do the Jabba. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he absolutely did the Jabba oh, yeah. gangster movie, <laughs> and Boba Fett would have fit in nicely there. Yeah, if, if right. that if needed. Yeah, yeah, Jennifer. I think that's one of the best points is to not shoehorn anyone in. Just like if they they someone comes along and here's my vision for it. James Mangold with Logan, you know what I mean? Uh, that that works so well. So that's a westerny right, type of thing right. in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the western. You know, there's well, Cad Bane is directly. He's directly western. Directly yeah. western. Yeah. How would you guys feel about Old Man Fett like Logan, where it actually wasn't any becoming Boba? It was uh-huh. set in more mm-hmm. of the sequel trilogy era, maybe five years before Force Awakens or something, and. He's so battered from his life, and he's got one more job to do. I'd, I'd like that. I, now, yeah, yeah, absolutely, I'd like that. And there's some regrets, some scars, some pains. Yeah, you know, working through some stuff with old Dad Django in his back of his mind. Yeah, yeah, that could work. Never got to kill as many Jedi as he wanted to yeah. make up for what yeah. happened to his his and, papa. And there's like a he gets a clone of himself, and it's like oh. a little, little baby clone. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah, <laughs> that's Logan. Yeah, literally, just just do it. <laughs> just do Logan. Just do a cover song just to Logan. Hire James Mangold yeah. and do Old Man Fett. I think that you're right. There has to be something different. Like, I think back in 2015, we would have been like, yay, Boba Fett, anything you want to give us, Boba Fett. I think now, mm-hmm. we got a little spoiled, and it's like, okay, we want Boba Fett, but give it to us in a unique way. What's your fresh take on this character? Right, right, You know, right. old man Boba Fett, great. Stylistic Pulp Fiction Boba Fett, great. We want something that's going to that's gonna elevate this character and make him really cool and yeah. fresh. yeah. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. At I, least for me. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I also think that there's a possibility of whatever it is being based on the Bounty Hunter Guild. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that what, there was a series of books back in Legends yeah. that was all about how great Boba Fett was. Yeah. Right. Did you read those, Jennifer? Yeah, I, I vaguely remember those. Yeah. Yes. Well, and, you know, Boba Fett's popped up in some of these other books and stuff. He appears, yeah. so what was it, Dark Disciple he appears in? Yeah. Uh, and other things, too, where it's like this, you know, this young, cocky leader of the, the gang. We get young Dengar. Yep, we get young Dengar. Yeah. Mm. Middle-aged Dengar. Yeah. <laughs> or middle-aged Dengar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Big question coming up about Boba Fett and the character, but I want to I want to go to this casting one here. Daniel Logan, uh, uh, you know, did a good job as Boba Fett, young Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and he voiced him and did an excellent job voicing him later yeah. on. Um, would Would you feel the need to have him play that character again? I don't feel the need, but I feel like he might be up to it. Yeah, he's deep in Star Wars. He I, is. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you saw uh, on Celebration one of the random feeds. Um, on the Star Wars show stage, yeah. it was like a meeting of the Boba Fetts. Right. And Daniel Logan knew his Star Wars stuff. Yes. Mm. He knew his Star Wars stuff, and it doesn't necessarily translate to uh, an acting performance, but he was a great host. Like, right. he wasn't hosting, but he, you know, everything that the host pitched him, yeah. he, like, gave a, a smart, intelligent knowledgeable Star Wars answer and then with like a twist to pitch it to the audience and to say something. So like, he's sharp. He knows this world. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that makes me, that makes me want him to have it to, he's earned that moment if it's so to speak. Yeah. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You, Jennifer? Yeah, I would love that. I, I, that would be so great. It is. Yeah. It's like a reward. Here you go. Right. You've earned that. Um, it really depends on on this this role. I mean, on what on what part of the story they want to explore, on what the style is, and what type of actor and age range, of course, obviously. Yeah, exactly. And what type of actor is going to be needed for this? Right. You know? Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I I, I don't think it would happen because if it if it especially if it's yeah. the Boba Fett movie. Yeah. I think they you know go out and get somebody. They get a big name. They right? get a name. Yeah. They get a name. But if it but but if it's you know. In the Obi Wan movie or Young Han Solo two, all right, you can get yeah, away with that. Yeah, a smaller yeah. part. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I just don't know Daniel Logan's uh, acting chops now, and that's yeah. not that's not a swipe against him. I don't know. Maybe he's fully capable, and yeah, and I, I I'm sure he is. But you know what I mean? Like it's just the way the way the business works. Yeah, you yeah. need to attach a name. Yeah, I have no idea about that. Yeah, I, I you know I keep thinking of it as well. We're going to dive more into the characters, so of course we're going to get some helmet off moments. But maybe it is the thing where mm. like we go back to the mystique and like sure we know some of his origins, but maybe it's not as stylized as like say Sin City, but maybe it's more like the more recent Judge Dredd movie, where mm. part of it is almost just like it, this is a movie about visual poetry. It's yeah. just a guy who says very few words who never takes his mask off yeah stalking around the galaxy doing cool stuff and it's almost more about visual poetry it wouldn't be violence completely silent but like the famous gi joe comic uh, with snake eyes was that issue 23 or whatever is in the in the in the the marvel run where it just it had no dialogue in it it was silent it was it was the one because snake eyes couldn't speak he had the mask and everything boba fett obviously speaks but they wouldn't do that for an entire movie but in that kind of that kind of uh, form, yeah, a little art there, yeah. Uh, like you know. that. They'd have to uh, Han Solo have to be really successful, <laughs> exactly, yeah. for them to take that big risk, yeah, big risk. So, um, you know, what we described as something kind of cool there. Uh, so, the, the the question, and Jennifer, you kind of you said it directly earlier, but I got to ask now. In 2017, is Boba Fett still cool? Cy Lando. I think that there are there's so many cool characters. Now, the, the, here's the thing. I mean, like, is Jabba cool? No, a lot of young people yeah. may say no, right? But for me, it's because of the nostalgia. He was my yeah. favorite character growing yeah. up. So there are some people that love Boba Fett, have loved him from the beginning. And so they are going to think, yeah, of course he's cool. What are you talking right. about? Right. So. Yeah. I worry that I have incorrect perceptions because of uh, 
the age that I am and in, in that my path through Star Wars uh, uh, fandom because of that. And, and uh, Boba Fett is like uh, the dad genes of Star Wars in that. <laughs> when I first heard the phrase, like, dad genes, well, I can't wait to see this dorky thing that everybody's wearing. Like, oh, those are jeans. <laughs> those are jeans that aren't tight enough. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. this is how life works. Yeah. This is how right. fashion works. I got it. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I've, I've been passed by in the jean jean <laughs> genre now. I'm, I'm, I'm really bitter about it. Uh, yeah. So there's a part of me who's like, oh, well, maybe I'm not looking at this accurately because Boba Fett's mystique comes from almost pre-Return of the Jedi. Right. He was the send-away figure before Empire even came yeah. out. And then there was the myth of the, the Boba Fett with the firing jetpack that you could still find. Right. And then we wondered, and we wondered for three years, and then we were pissed <laughs> yes. when he had his dorky death. Yeah. And then, you know, when it, you had the 90s yeah. resurgence, then you held on to that, like, okay, fine, great, he did. Yeah. He blasted yeah. out of the Sarlacc, right. and he's, so, he's still so cool and unknowable. Yeah. And then the prequels happened, and people learned more about him than they wanted him to know. So I feel like people of, of uh, different ages have that desire, like, We've had moments either from the original trilogy or mm-hmm. from the books uh, in the in the mid to late nineties where we saw the potential of super cool Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. But has has the time just passed and the rest of the world isn't with us? I I think so. I think it is. Now again. Yeah, you just okay. Again, good. if you're out there listening and you love Boba Fett and you think he's the coolest thing in the world, then he is. Yeah. To you. He's cool. We try to have that area. He is cool. He still looks cool. Absolutely. I will never I cannot take that away. Yeah, I think no, I think it's cool. exactly how you're describing the jeans, which I'm wearing now. Um, <laughs> that it's just the universe has gotten bigger, the Star Wars universe, both unofficially. Um, you know, because eventually by like ninety, like Thrawn was the cool thing that you knew yeah. about, um, and Boba Fett was uh, you know part of that. Um, and then the comics, even in the nineties, it got kind of crazy. There was just cooler things, and then you, we started to learn more. And I think a little bit of the mystique starts to wear off when you learn what is behind that mask. Yeah, and yeah. that is that is kind of it. Is why you know uh, I try to be a dark and moody guy when I'm at parties because eventually <laughs> you're like that guy's kind of cool in the corner. What's his story? Uh, he's just a big boring dork. So um, I think that happened a little bit with uh, with uh, the prequels. And I'm not. That's not a prequel slight. No, uh, I it makes sense for the story to me. I'm okay with Django. I'm okay with young Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> get him, Dad! I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> I just think he has not moved, and the the stories and the characters have. I think that's the yeah. best way you can say it, Joseph. Exactly. Yeah, what you said about the jeans. God, I gotta go buy new jeans. <laughs> Me too. Let's go. Let's get. Uh, let's go buy tight jeans together and talk about Boba Fett, Ken. Yes, <laughs> it's so cool. Yes, Do you have any tight jeans with a firing rocket? <laughs> that came out different than I meant it. Anyway. <laughs> I still think Boba Fett is cool, and I think I think that the right team could recapture the magic that people have had at different times. Yeah, and I think you know one trailer would do it. We've had we've had lots of things in our pop culture, more geek side of things, where people have been really full of doubt, and then one damn trailer. I know. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot of people love uh, Batman v Superman in general, but even people who don't like it made fun of Ben Affleck up and down and then walked out of that movie saying Ben Affleck was the best part. Yeah. So I think one good trailer could maybe recapture that Boba Fett magic. But it's a harder sell than it used to be. We love a comeback story, man. Britney Spears and Boba Fett. (laughs) Popular again, man. Popular again. Um, 
what other bounty hunters do we want to see in uh, a potential Boba Fett movie, especially if it's about the bounty hunter guild? Who yeah. you need in that? Who you need in that story? Oh, we've I mentioned need, some of them. Yeah, but. I need a Bosk. I did, for yeah, sure. you're right. I didn't oh, think about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I need that. a Growling yeah. Trandoshan for sure. Yeah, uh, I want Cad Bane. Yes, that's yes. A, that's an interesting one because Cad Bane, I think, is one of the bounty hunters who took a little bit of Boba Fett's cool away. Absolutely, because Cad Bane is super cool. Absolutely, uh, I wouldn't mind Embo. You were like Embo. I like Embo a lot. Well, I'm I, all about Embo. What do you like? What do you like about Embo? I'm not disagreeing, but what do you like? Uh, I think the design is really cool, and his design matches his functionality. Like the mm. the hat looks cool. Yeah, I like the weird connection that he is of the same species as poor Constable Zuvio. <laughs> so it's a triumph for their species, yes. the Kyozo. <laughs> Uh, but I, I just I like he uses the hat in all these different ways, and he's also portrayed in the Clone Wars as a true bounty hunter where sometimes he is doing what is quote-unquote right, sometimes yeah. quote-unquote wrong. He's just going where the money is, yeah. and that even plays into the Aftermath series yeah. at one point. So yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he pops back up there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's just got some rich history. Like he's a good bounty hunter. Mm, I like all those. Jennifer, yeah. cast this movie. Well, Who do we need? Uh, unfortunately, I want a bounty hunter. The, the timeline wouldn't match up. I really want to see Sam Wessel. I want oh, a movie yeah. with just her. Or, or her and some bounty hunters. Oh, okay, yeah. sure. Uh, I just find that character to be so interesting. Yeah. And the fact that she almost you know, was about to squeal at the end before her yeah, death. Yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some good in her. So oh, yeah. Cha- changeling with There's some good in Sam. She's a female. We know that. Yeah. But yeah, I think that that would be an interesting bounty hunter to explore. Okay. Yeah, that's my pitch. But I like okay. all of yours. Okay. I like Sam Wessel. <laughs> Sam How about great. Sam Wessel's daughter? Uh, yeah. Okay. Tammy Wessel. Sh- sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Why not? I'll take Her it. daughter and Boba Fett go on to have a sweeping romantic comedy movie. And then there they find out that your father killed my mother. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. Hey, there. there, there we wrote another Boba Fett movie. There. Bam. <laughs> Send us our checks. Oh my gosh. I would need, uh, I've mentioned Aura Singh, if possible. I don't know what happens really to that character at the end. We don't know. Oh, yeah, t- timeline yeah. is always key. Right. Um, uh, Bosk is interesting because you just don't, you know, you get you get him in the Clone Wars and everything. But I, it's it's uh, Dengar's become kind of the the favorite, yeah. Here in terms of a joke that we now love, yeah. Uh, so I like to see Dengar, but um, I I uh, think you would absolutely need IG eighty eight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because they always kind of seem to have in, in the expanding universe, right? Weren't they kind of connected, little rivals, little friendly, something yeah. like that? Yeah, I, I didn't read them as much as other people did, but yeah, Bosk is portrayed as an idiot who can't get a leg up. On Boba Fett in IG-88 is real competition. Right. Yeah. And so that'd I, be interesting. Yeah, I don't need Bosk to be an idiot. Come no, on. no. No, no, no. And then you can, yeah, IG-88. And then, like, does IG-88 have a voice in these movies? Ooh. You know, what would it be? Ooh, yeah. You cast uh, Vin Diesel as IG-88? <laughs> what do you I am IG-88. That's all he can say. Boba. I am IG-88. It's all about family, Boba. <laughs> yeah, okay, I could see that. I could see that. Oh I could see that. All right. So, hey, finals, we wrap up uh, this, uh, this discussion and move on to fan questions. Before we do, though, uh, a little question. For ourselves here, if you were going to be a bounty hunter in Star Wars, and come on, at some point yeah. you've all thought about it. How would you? What would? How would you approach it? What kind of armor? What kind of weapons? And what would you want to be known for? And out there on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere, you respond as well. Yeah. To hashtag, hashtag Force Center with 
your take on your own personal bounty hunter. Uh, Jennifer, you're thinking. Yeah. You're thinking. Oh, Joseph, yeah. you're drinking. You're drinking. <laughs> you might have some thoughts here. I do. Uh, I would just be a bounty hunter who wears uh, skinny jeans. Mm. So yes. it could be cool. No. Um, be cool. No, I honestly did. I thought about this, and I, <laughs> I would want to be covered head to toe in armor. Yes. Just like so armored. Not, not just to look cool, but to just be safe. Where I could be... <laughs> A bumbling bounty hunter because I'm just covered in armor. Like right. a blaster, uh, just a single blaster bolt's not going to get through. Right. I would have extra bundles of armor around my wrist. Some wrist rockets or just armor? Just armor. So if a Jedi tries to cut my wrist off, <laughs> oh, cut my hand good. off, that's it's good. like uh, they got to hack a little bit. Yeah. Like a lightsaber yeah. will go they through anything. Work for it. With, yeah. like, but they, like, Qui Gon getting the door in Phantom Menace, they, like, yeah. they got yeah, to work it out. Yeah, he'd earn that. He'd you have to that. pin me down and really uh, work it out. Yeah. Uh, and then my armor, I would be known for having uh, defensive spikes. So oh, if I get okay. Caught or if you're, like, be, a, you're like a turtle. I'm I'm a cool turtle. <laughs> a cool turtle. No, I'm a cool turtle. Cool, yeah, yeah, but a lot of self defense going on here. It, it really is. A lot of protecting place. Yeah, you're really. I'm really. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. Like, yeah, yeah, like whenever possible, I want to stack the deck. That's how to win in life. Okay. Is we, you you figure it out. You figure out what's needed, and then you make it so it's really hard for you to fail. So I yeah. would have defensive spikes. So if people got too close to me, they'd pop out, okay. and I would have some sort of. Uh, gravity detection in my mm-hmm. suit. So when I fall off one of the many places of Star Wars that don't have rails, my suit would yes. go. And it would okay. stop me from falling. I like that. I like that. I like oh, that. Jennifer, man, have you thought of something good. yet here? Yeah, you know, I, I think about Battlefront and when I was playing that game and how the only thing I really, I wanted the jetpack. I always yeah. wanted the jetpack. Okay. Yeah. Because it's really helpful. I feel I wouldn't have control of it, but you, you go ahead and take it. So I want the jetpack. I have to have a jetpack. Yeah. Uh, help me get around and navigate through traffic. That's part of what made Boba and Django so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ability to fly. Yeah. Yeah, I have no I have no creativity with this. I would just, I would look like what, Sabine from Rebels. Yeah. I would just oh, nice. Like okay. I think she's cool she, with her haircut and everything. You want to be armored up, too? Yeah, a little bit okay. of armor. But, you know, I, I'm going to embrace the danger because I'm a bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's yeah. good. Would you have a blaster or, like, a, yeah. an, a whip? An energy whip. A whip. An energy Ooh, whip. An energy whip. No, I, you know, I'm bla- a good old blaster by your nice. side. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple. I like that. I like that. I, you know, whatever I say I'd look like, on the inside, I'd feel like Dengar. <laughs> um, but I would, uh, armor's good. Armor's good. A good mask is good. Good yeah. helmet yeah. is good. So I'd stick around with that. I'd probably go with a lot of slimming black, a lot of black okay. on black. I could, nice, I could nice. live with that. Um, but um, Trimmest bounty hunter in the galaxy. But, but he's kind of not, though, when he takes the, <laughs> tape, when he takes the black cape off. Um, and uh, weapons, I like the blaster thing, too. The whip yeah. is cool because you got to have that cool. one thing you're known for. Right. right. Boba Fett might have been the rockets and the wrist kind of projectiles yeah. and ropes. Knee darts. Um, yeah, knee darts. But I definitely would want... <laughs> You know what I want? I would want a good blaster, definitely, but I'd want a space sword and a not, not a laser sword, not a lightsaber. I'm talking like some kind of actual sword, and maybe it's got some energy to it, Mm. but on my back, kind of combining that uh, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings feel I love with the space and a man just riding the dusty plains by himself. However, what I'd be known for is a local bounty hunter. 
I don't want to travel the galaxy. <laughs> Keep it That's up. as I said last week. My my Sith name is Darth Lethargic. Yeah. I just I don't want to travel around. Like <laughs> you you oh you're in these five towns and you got a bounty. Go go to Ken over there. You want to have the range of Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't want to have to ride too far. Yeah, right, that's like right. a giant world. It's just like a couple <laughs> yards long. Yeah. Who is that masked slim man coming for the rent? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I want to be a local neighborhood enforcer. I That's love what it. I want Don't to make do. me get my vibro sword out. Exactly. Exactly. That's good stuff. That. Uh, That's I think, good stuff. I think uh, if anyone wants to do some fan art of our designs, <laughs> <laughs> please let us know. That is a discussion, our main discussion today on Boba Fett, a possible Boba Fett movie. And look, I, I will say, admit, admittedly, the three of us, uh, you know, over time, Boba Fett's not, not our top ten characters. And that's fair to say. That's our assessment. But I know a lot of you out there love Boba Fett. So I want you to join the conversation. Use the hashtag ForceCenter. Reach out to us on ForceCenterPod. Tag us if you want our regular Twitter handles. And, and get excited for Boba Fett. And maybe tell us, hey, here's what would, might make you even a little more excited. Because we get some excitement, especially if Scorsese's directing. Um, <laughs> let us know. That's what we like to do here at Force Center. We have our opinions. We want to hear yours as well. We also want to hear from you guys with some great questions. Joseph, we always get a bunch of great ones from a lot of different sources now. And that's no different tonight. Yeah, that's right. We got some great uh, questions that are from Patreon and not from Patreon. Starting with uh, just general social media reach out, we have a question from Danny Jepson on Facebook who says, Just wanted to ask you, to what extent are we going to be exposed to Maz Kanata in The Last Jedi? You think she'll be on the rebel base with Leia? She knows Luke, but to what degree? She seems to be at least force sensitive, and will she reveal how she got Luke's lightsaber in Tarot Bang? <laughs> he used an actual in Tarot Bang, which is great. Thanks, Danny. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious to see how big her role will be given that episode eight seems to be all about the Jedi. Great question, Danny. Uh, kind of uh, many, many questions about Maz Kanata's role in episode eight. What do you think, Ken? Well, I know. So we definitely know Lupita shot her scenes, right? We yeah. know that. We know that. So that was, uh, my mind was foggy for a second. I was like, are we going to see her? No, wait, no, they didn't yep. announce she shot something. So I, I, Lupita's great. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to that movie with Rihanna and her. Um, but I don't, that said, I don't want a ton of Maz Kanata. I don't need a ton of Maz Kanata. I don't need this to be uh, Yoda, ver, you know, because we always say she's uh, like the Yoda of the new, of new no, she's not really. She's got some attributes. She knows the Force. She's been around. But but she's got no home now, so I could see her being on Dakar and moving on from there. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't, so I don't need all through the movie checking in with Maz and getting some history. There may be one good scene. Yeah. Maybe when Luke comes back and she's like, hey, good to see you again, Luke. What? I don't know. <laughs> Something like that could work for me. Yeah. Mm. How about you, Jennifer? Do you have Ma's wishes? Yeah, this question makes me sad because it makes me realize that we're not going to see very much of her in yeah. this film. Yeah. Maybe we will in 9, so I'm hopeful and I'm hopeful that maybe we'll see more of her in that new show, Forces of Destiny. Maybe oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I just love Ma's so much. Um, Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're yeah. right. We'll see her on the, the Rebel base. With Leia, uh, maybe one or two scenes. It's going to be brief. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we're going to learn much about the lightsaber in, I don't think in so episode no. eight. That's just yeah. so prime for comics and books. Or maybe even yeah. something like Forces of Destiny, if that's successful. Maybe we'll get into like, oh, yeah, some yeah. deeper canon being told yeah. in that medium, which would be awesome. Uh, I think that Maz is going to be on the Rebel base with Leia, I think. Um, 
or the resistance base, or somewhere else, because I think that there's a possibility that forced order attacks in Act One, and yeah. our, our friends are scattered. Mm, right. But I do think that Maz is with Leia specifically because Maz is the one who understands the Force, and I think Maz is going to be there for Leia at a time where Leia needs to open up and use the Force. Oh. Either for defense or to reach out to Luke or to reach out to Ray. I think Maz is going to be the one who's like, you are a Skywalker. Mm. You have this in you. This is your destiny. This is your responsibility. Open up. Oh, okay. I'm happy again. Well, and that, yeah. Well, and that's a great point because, again, you know, I, I, I'm sure her and Leia have interacted before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get that sense. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Han only stopped by. Uh, before he met Leia, but nah. I, I think at some point Aww. he was like, "Hey guys, there's my new girlfriend. How you doing, Maz? You know, yeah. um, I'm fine as long as the Wookiee's single. Like, uh, so I think um, <laughs> it could be kind of an interesting Maz Leia reunion. I didn't yeah. really think of it until you said that, Joseph. Either that, or it's I hadn't thought of it until you said reminded me of the Chewbacca crush. Maybe yeah. it's her and Chewie. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a different kind of genre mm-hmm. we haven't seen yet. <laughs> great, great questions, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Uh, yeah, yeah, and hopefully we will see uh, more Maz, if not in Episode Eight, somewhere else. We have a great question from Twitter. One of my favorite questions ever, because it's weird. Uh, Matt, his handle is at Cautious Jedi, asks, What is the fastest way to Star Wars safely? <laughs> First of all, I love that there's, there should be more Cautious Jedi. Absolutely. That's, I mean, one of the principles of the Jedi. And it matches his question. Yeah. At Cautious Jedi asks us about Star wars safely. Uh, I don't know if Matt is referring to, uh, I believe it was Mike Black on an old episode of Jedi Lines, started to throw out Star Wars just as a verb right. for anything, for right. watching stuff, for going to get advanced tickets, buying action figures. I'm going to go Star Wars today. I'm going to yeah. do something. I'm going to do Star Wars. Uh, so interpreting it that way. Yeah, let's go with that. Jennifer, what do you think is the the safest way when you get really excited, like, I need to Star Wars today, yeah. and you're, you're all hopped up. How do you do it safely? I would say you'd have to do it amongst friends. That way they, they can keep you in check or loved ones. Okay. Could yeah. either calm down or, you know, yeah, don't don't get too yeah, don't get too excited. All right. And hurt yourself. Use the buddy Wars. system. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, for me it's a little bit about having perspective. Mm. That's mm. safe. Oh yeah. So that you don't get all uh, bent out of shape if, you know, some podcasters, you know, don't like Boba Fett and you do. Um, that's a good way to Star Wars safely. Uh, find some good Star Wars buddies, uh, and uh, and don't. If this is for me personally. Uh, don't have your room be a Toys R Us. Uh, it's just not safe. An earthquake will take me out because <laughs> a bunch of Funko Pops are going to bury me, and shelves of toys will fall on me. So, literally, in terms of safely, don't do that. All right, pace yourself. Bolt your Funkos to the wall. I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> Bolt your, uh, I think the best uh, the to Star Wars safely while also being fast is to first take a deep breath and just imagine whatever you're going to do, imagine what would Obi-Wan Kenobi say about it. Right. Mm. I got real cranky this week about a thing, mm. and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to subtweet about it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I got to deal with it. And so then it's just oh. like, you know what? What, what would Obi-Wan Kenobi say? Like, yeah. Is it really that big of a deal? Right. Just take a deep breath and let it go. I agree. Mm. So Star Wars safely with Obi-Wan Kenobi in your mind, with friends, and with your Funkos bolted to the wall. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. On to our Patreon questions. We got a question from Jeff Wasson. Mm-hmm. Jeff asks, what percentage chance do you think we will either hear about or see Lando Calrissian in the current trilogy? Oh. Real curious what you guys think about it, that it one. Is, it is... Like ten percent and fallen, and that makes me sad. Yeah, you know, seeing 
Billy D at Celebration. Um, he's definitely older and maybe hasn't aged well as, you know, Harrison. You know, I think he's definitely older than Harrison. Yeah. But um, time has not been as kind to him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He's still Billy freaking D. Williams. Yeah. He's cool as ice. But you know what I mean? He's He, he wasn't as mobile. He's, he's not around. So... If, if you, anything you shoot with him is going to be limited, and you get the sense not an eight. It would if there's a Han funeral and he's not there, I'd be curious. Yeah. Mm. Um, so fine, make a story reason for it. But I just it doesn't seem to be that it's in the plans, and I don't understand. I don't understand why. Yeah. What do you oh. think, Jennifer? Yeah, I think after he was not in the Force Awakens, um, that to me. Was I, I feel like the one chance where it would have been great to see him and Han yeah. reunite just for one little scene yeah. or just something, right? At this point, I think it's like a 0% chance okay. we're going to see him. Yeah. I think probably, uh, sadly, 0% on C. Here, maybe a mention of the uh, a Calrissian maneuver. Yeah. Maybe they go to the Casino City, Canto Bite, and they go to the Calrissian Lounge that has been oh, named okay. in his honor. Oh, that'd be that's good. Cool. I would love a nod. Yeah. Okay. To like, yeah. his legacy that doesn't even answer like what happened to him. It, it needs. It definitely needs to be. Yeah. And he's shown up. He's obviously shown up on Rebels. Billy D voiced him there. Yeah. The comic uh, books mentioned there, so it, it, he's definitely in their thought process of yeah. telling these stories, but. On the big screen, a little different. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but yeah. come on. Give us a shout-out. Mm-hmm. Give us a shout-out to Orlando Calrissian. Our final question uh, also comes from another patron on Patreon. Christos Alexakos asks, what's the weirdest but most Star Wars-appropriate name that you have come upon in Star Wars canon? Hmm. Mm, Which is an interesting gross. one because, yeah, you you know, we, we've gone up and down with our adventures in Star Wars names. They yeah. started out being a little exotic, but still Luke, Han, Leia, those are human names that... Humans have. Ben is a normal right. human name. and But then you got the more exotic. You got Darth Vader. And then you go all the way into uh, Legends. Right. And you get you go crazy apostrophe town. <laughs> and now we're back into canon where we're settling into somewhere in between. Yeah. I mean, that's a side conversation. But I like I I really like that Kelly Marie Tran is, is named Rose. I do, yeah. too. Uh, I didn't need her to be Rose. I'm just like yes. Rose. You know? Yeah. I like that. Right. I'm trying to think here. Some, I mean, there's some weird names out there. Absolutely. What's his name? Sea Striker? Uh, Joff Sea Striker. Joff Sea Striker? Yeah, that I love because, you know, I'm all about yeah, the, the one-syllable place verb. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, what, it was, uh. It's definitely not the weirdest, but when I read it, it, it was a laugh. It was a good laugh. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely, it was, it was like, wow, we're just, yep, that's that's a Star Wars name generator it, we're having fun with. Claudia Aww. Gray likes that because she also yep. generated Nash Windrider, right? Yes, yes. So another one-syllable place verber. <laughs> yeah, and I think those work in the books. I think if it was, if if uh, if there's a, you know, a male character in Episode Eight and the Resistance and this is Nash Windrider, we'd all collectively as a fandom, I think, be like, What? <laughs> Are you trolling us? But in the books, it, it works a yeah. little bit better. Yeah. Um, so that's there. I mean, some of the weirdest, I still think, you know, oh, what's it? Uh, Opo Rancisis. Opo Rancisis. Yarl yeah. Poof. Yarl like, Poof, oh, yeah. yeah. Yarl I mean, Poof. You know, those are, like, Kiati Mundi is still one of my favorite names because it just fits as a Star so, Wars. So name. that's kind of, because that, that's what uh, the Christos is asking is what's super weird but still works. Yeah. Mm. Like, Yarl Poof, I love him dearly, but it's partially because... A weird, cre- weird creature, weirder name. Yeah, 
Doesn't yeah. yeah, so I don't know if I would say it works. Yeah. I mean, I loved Cassian Andor, which was not weird. No. But it was just like, oh, that's a Star Wars name. You know, some of these yeah. names, it's like. Well, one another good one, because Sheard Emway is another one, too. Oh, that's yeah. like, well, what name is that? Oh, but yeah. it works. That works. Baze Malbus. Yeah. 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 Baze Malbus is the only one that dipped into like being weird to me. Oh, like, really? Yes, yeah. I mean I, that Bayes Malvis utterly sounds like a pot strain to me. Like <laughs> I smoke some really good Bayes Malvis. Right. <laughs> Everybody else, like Jin oh, Urso, Galen no. Urso, Lyra yeah, Urso, yeah. Krennic. Right. Oh, they're all great. They're all in the yeah. pocket. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Rogue One's got some great Star Wars Rogue names. Killed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but, tough to say. So yeah, yeah, I don't know the ones that work. It's a great question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but great Cassian question. Andor, I think, is is a really good example of. It's not weird, but it does. It works on multiple levels because it's just a. It's a great Star Wars name. You could have to anybody right but it fit that character and that actor yes really absolutely. really well yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 ones i could think of uh i think uh as much as jizz whaling gets made fun of yes it so has a connection to <laughs> jazz <laughs> oh, and it sounds I like yeah it sounds like space jazz <laughs> different jizz whaling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and then the other one i'll go for is just straight up classic uh darth sidious mm. okay. that shouldn't work that's dumb yeah because it's just like insidious, but then we took the in off. Yeah. So it right. shouldn't work. But yeah. it has rhythm. It sounds like a Star Wars y thing of Darth Sidious. Like you can't say Darth Sidious without yeah. going, Oh, that's scary. Right. Yeah. I don't like that guy. Darth still, Sidious. And it's so funny, I still call him Palpatine even at the end. Me yeah. too. You know? Me too. Sometimes when people say, Oh, you know, like they were fighting Darth Sidious uh, at the end of Return of the Jedi. Like, what do you huh? Pal- Palpatine. Yeah. It's Emperor. Em- Darth Emperor Sidious is his true name. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm trying to come up with a good one to close out it, but yeah. I just... I, you want Savage Opress? Oh, I love that. I like that <laughs> one. You, do you like Savage Opress? Yeah, because I was like, oh, it's Savage o- Oppression. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Savage. It, that one did not work for me. <laughs> it, it sounds like they took a band from the 90s and yeah. changed it yeah. slightly. Yes. Yes. Oh, Savage Star Oppression. Wars. Yeah, Star Wars mm. name. Massage yeah. Ventress. That's a great name. Yeah, Asajj Ventress is, yeah, that's, oh, a, that's super a super good, good one. one. That's yeah. a really good one. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Yeah. You, Count Dooku. Oh, okay. yeah. Because that shouldn't be. Yeah. That's a ridiculous no. name. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. And you came around, you, you've had ups and downs with Dooku, right? Totally ups and downs with Dooku. <laughs> now I love it. I yeah. Now yeah, I love I it. You. It was one of the reasons I did not like the movies early on, and now as I've grown to appreciate them, it's become more like, yeah, it's Count Dooku, man. Come on. They lean into it the way Yoda says it when he walks in. Dooku. Yeah. Like, I'm going to, you, you think that name's dumb? Wait yeah. until you hear Yoda say it. He's going <laughs> to lean into it. Uh, so those are our questions. I was, I'm really delighted that we got a chance to talk about the, the Boba Fett movie because yeah. I think I'm more yeah. excited about it. Uh, oh, okay. than I thought. I think it is a situation of with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. And I think if it's done right, we can make the dad jeans of Star Wars cool again. Love it. Let's all have some skinny jeans Star Wars style <laughs> here. That is our discussion for today. Those are the questions. Thanks so much to uh, reach out and send us those questions. You know the drill if you're a listener. Find us on Force Center Pod on Twitter. Use the hashtag Force Center. If you're not uh, and you're just finding us, go to Twitter. Follow us there. Like I said, at Force Center Pod. We're pushing for 2,000 at the time of this recording. Hopefully, if we're lucky, we'll have surpassed that. Uh, by the time this episode is released, Facebook 
that we're trying to push for a thousand likes. You can find us there. And on iTunes, Joseph, subscribing and rating and reviewing would make us happy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, are, we are pushing towards a goal. Maybe again, like you just said, by the time we get uh, yeah. this episode released, we'll have reached it. We're shooting for 200 reviews on iTunes, so keep them coming. Uh, and then we have, of course, our Patreon page. Yes. Which is at uh, patreon.com slash force center. Uh, if you become a patron at the $2 level, you get access to our monthly patron-only bonus episode, and we are pushing towards our goal of uh, creating more unique and interesting theme music for all of the podcasts. Absolutely. That's that's uh, where you can find us online as a whole, but individually, Jennifer. You can be found at... At Jennifer Landa on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the social media sites that I forget when Snapchat. I'm not really snapping lately. Uh, but I <laughs> am working on a new Jedi beat, which will be out very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. All about the Moss Eisley Cantina creatures. Oh, love it. Love so it. Exciting. Love it. Joseph? You guys can find me on all the social media. I'm, I am on Snapchat, but I don't snap. It's just... Me, me too. It's just... It's such a time commitment. It's yeah. a thing. But I'm on all the other social media. More than you could ever want to hear comes out of my social media at Joseph Scrimshaw for everything. My website is josephscrimshaw.com. Check out my other podcast, Obsessed. And if you haven't checked out Anchor, go check out Anchor. It is really growing. I'm having a great time on there. My station is called Headcanon. Daily content every day with all sorts of opinions and jokes and questions about all forms of pop culture. Absolutely. You can find me at Ken Napsock on Anchor as well with the show Daily Thrones where we talk about uh, the world of ice and fire in a daily format. It is a lot of fun. It is definitely uh, the interaction with fans is a little different than other locations. It's a very supportive environment. So check it out. If you haven't downloaded the Anchor app, do that there. All right, guys, that is it for this week. Boba Fett, wherever we are, we love you. We trust you. You're still cool to a lot of people. We'll see you guys next time on Force Center. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 